All right, we are back. Episode four. This is Jordan Sarmo. And today I have Linda Catalina on, also known as Wake Up With Linda. She's been raising hell in Miami with these leftist local politicians. We're going to get into it all. Don't forget, you can watch these on YouTube and Rumble and Facebook if you want to watch the video. Don't forget to leave us a review. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. All right, we are back with another episode, and we have Linda Catalina, also known as Wake Up With Linda, and uh, man, I'm so excited to have Linda on because, man, this this woman is a fireball, and she is lighting up Miami right now, and uh, you know, me and Linda have been talking a lot for, uh, over the last couple of weeks about you know what she's doing with politics, and uh, she has the mayor of Miami I mean, on edge right now, which we're going to get into. So, Linda, thank you so much for hopping on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I always appreciate coming on these, you know, uh, video uh, podcasts and shows and, you know, getting a different, getting to talk to your audience that perhaps have a different perspective or they're not in tune with local politics and, you know, they want to learn or they want to just hear someone else. So I'm excited for the show. No, it's it's so true. I, one thing I said, um, it was yesterday, I think, on the live, where the reason why I love doing these and having these conversations, especially when they're one-on-one, is, you know, people see us, we make an Instagram live or, I mean, an Instagram reel or a TikTok video or a quick one-minute video, and, you know, a lot of times we come off pissed off all the time, and we're like, you know, oh my gosh, we're, we're hitting, like, the main points that's going on, because there's a lot of crappy news coming out right now with the country. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But when you get behind that, and you can actually have this dialogue and this conversation, it's so important for people to see the passion, you know, where the passion comes from, because it really does come from a place of that we love this country, we're passionate about the freedoms and the values that our parents and our forefathers have instilled in us. And, uh, and that's why I just, I love that, that we, that you, you're coming on cause you're, you're doing all, you're doing incredible work in Miami. So real quick, give me your, like your story. I mean, I know, I mean, I, I think a lot of people know you from a social media standpoint, but I mean, how, I mean, did you just get into politics and what made you get into politics? I mean, let, let me hear your story, how you kind of got involved. So I started my account in uh, 2018, so three years now. I was not into politics. I I was always into international geopolitical stuff. Um, I wouldn't say like foreign policy, but like, I don't know why. I went to school for international business. And in my upper level classes, <clears throat> we saw a lot of, um, you know, international law, international business, international business ethics. So I really liked that aspect, but I wasn't really into U.S. politics until the Trump election. Um, I was a Democrat, or I identified myself as a Democrat, even though I was raised as a conservative, like a social conservative. Um, I think most Latin people are like that, especially Colombians. Even if they come here and they end up identifying as Democrats, they really internally are um, uh, conservatives. So... With that being said, in 2016, I I actually predicted, not a lot of people know this, but I actually predicted the Trump win. So I was watching Univision with my mom in 2015 when he first announced, and I was like, Mom, he's going to win. Like, I just, like, knew it. And, like, at this point, I didn't have whether a for or against Trump. 
it was just like I just had that like intuitive feeling and also you know he's a winner you know, he's always been a right. winner um, and then in 2016 after I was dr- drilled down with propaganda about him being a racist Nazi white supremacist and everything that I followed um, I didn't I didn't know I was being exposed to propaganda right I just was following CNN. I was following things, publications that I thought were good. I thought were real. I thought gave us real news, especially CNN, which is a worldwide international uh, media publication. You know, like you talk to my aunt and even though she's a conservative, she's like, CNN's the best, you know, it's just that (laughs) perception. Um, So with that being said, I voted for Clinton in 2016 um, I wasn't sold on Clinton. I wasn't like a Clinton fan. I wasn't like, oh, wow, I love Hillary. Like, she's, you know, whatever. It was just kind of like, yeah, it is what it is. I'll just vote for this person. Um, and I, within a few months, I started to see through the propaganda. Because even though I was sold on the slide that Trump was, you know, second coming of Hitler, white supremacy, right. all the things that we heard... Uh, there were some things that he was doing which I thought were good for the country, good for people, um, it, things that were definitely shattering certain points that were sold to me. Like, I remember, I always give this example. Um, he he had the first women to, to spearhead the CIA, Gina Haspel. Yeah. Uh, she ended up being a swamp rat, but uh, nonetheless, um, when... He announced that there was so much backlash from the left, like, oh, look, Trump got this women and she used to torture terrorists in the Middle East. And I was like, so who cares if she tortured terrorists? Like, what do I care? There are enemies, you know? Yep. I was like, wait, I thought you guys wanted more women in power. I thought you guys said that he hated women. You guys said that he was a miso- misogynist and that, and that you know, this and that. And, and so now he's, he's nominating all these women to different positions, whether it was the... Uh, lady on education, whether it's the CIA, whether it was his daughter as, you know, uh, an advisor, so on and so forth, but you're mad. Um, you know, there was, there was a few things that I was just like, I just don't get it. Like you guys are just mad over everything, you know? So what were those, so, what were those moments real, real quick? No, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but what were no, those, no, no. what were those moments that kind of gave you that moment? Like, Holy crap! The media is lying to us because that—that's that kind of was the fir- that was the first thing that really red pilled me when I realized right, that's me too. The, we can't trust the mainstream media. The biggest one for me was the children at the border, the separation of children at the border. So the the media was saying that Trump was uh, separating children at the border because you know he's a mean person and he hates brown people and whatever. I already knew at that point, personally from my research, detailed research, um, that what was going on was the child trafficking at the border, which people like to say it's a conspiracy, it's tied to QAnon. To me, all of that is just so we shut up and we don't talk about it, so we're not in the same category as the QAnon people. And it's not a conspiracy theory. I mean, trafficking has been happening pre-Trump, pre-Clinton, like, you know, thousands of years, if you want to call it. Um, so when that happened, I was like, wait a second, why are they lying and saying that Trump is just separating people at the border? The people going to the border with these children, that sometimes they don't have papers that actually verify that parent-child relationship or that on and uncle on and niece relationship. A lot of times 
it's a child that's borrowed. A lot of times a child doesn't belong to them. A lot of times it's just literally that they're trafficking kids. Wow. And they use kids as a get out of jail free card based on a legal loophole that we have. There's a legal loophole. It's uh, it's called the Flores Agreement, the Flores Settlement Agreement. Just basically states that if you're an adult, if you're a parent and you present yourself at the southern border with a child, with your child, you're not going to go to jail. You're not going to spend time in in these detention centers, uh, waiting for your hearing for your, you know, status, whatever you want to call it. Right. You're going to get immediately taken to a better facility, and then you're going to be released into the U.S. You understand how they wow. use a loophole? So when that happened, I was like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, no, that's not true. So I became so passionate about it. And, like, I I have a personal Instagram that I haven't opened since the election, um, I just don't use it at all. But back then I didn't have my wake up with Linda Instagram. I just had my personal. And then I started sharing stuff on my, on my story. Like I was like the media's lying, the media's lying, the media's lying. Like my friends were like, what? Like, what are you talking about? So my friends were like not paying attention. Some other ones conservatives are like, great, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, but then what ended up happening was I met this girl. I was introduced to Anna Paulina. Um, she's, running for Congress uh, yeah. next year again. The Tampa and, area, right? Yes, in the Tampa yeah. area, St. Pete area. And um, she is. She was like, look, we need more women, especially Latina women, to talk about these issues, you know, to talk about the trafficking, to talk about everything that's going on on the border. Like, you and I basically know the same thing. We know about the trafficking, the women being raped. So you need to start making videos. You need to start posting content. You know, elections are coming up. Like, we really need your help. We really need your help. So I started uh, on Twitter, which I'm banned from now, my first Twitter. Um, and I started on Twitter and I started making videos about the trafficking and all the stuff. And my stuff started going viral. And that's that was like how my journey began. And then later I opened up my Instagram. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's so I mean, I I hear from so many stories just like yours. And it was the same thing for me that the first like that first step of kind of crossing over from, you know, the being awakened or getting red pilled or whatever you want to call it is really realizing, becoming aware that the media and all the organizations that we've trusted for decades, our entire life are corrupt and they're propaganda machines. And, and I think you, you start to realize that when you actually travel the world and you get out of America, you really see that. And you really realize that, um, it's so interesting. So you had this moment, the, you know, the media, you're like, oh my gosh, they're lying. You started on Twitter. Um, you know what, I mean, what, what have you been doing now since then? Because I mean, did, well, did Trump earn your support right from then? Like you saw yeah, what happened? I became a huge, like after that, it was also like, not to be spiteful, but I was like, you know, fuck y'all. Like, I'm so right. like, <laughs> F you, you know, like, yep. fuck y'all. Like I'm team Trump now, you know, <laughs> I was like, Trump's the fucking man and like there's so many things you know like when he made hemp legal i'm like okay so all you like cool liberal hippies like you guys are not happy that hemp is legal like hemp is like one of the most profitable and um versatile crops that we have in america that has been so true. banned for 70 years our declaration of independence was written on a hemp paper you know like there, it doesn't get more american than hemp um yeah. And, um, you know, I was like, wait, so you guys are like progressive and you're about, you know, you progressive and you guys don't care about this. Like, this is one of the greatest things you, this man just created a multi-million dollar industry. Like we have wow. millionaires now 
new millionaires that that you know didn't come from anything off of hemp. So you understand? Crazy. And I'm like, you guys didn't care about this either. I just started seeing so much hypocrisy with the left. Like yep. the Kabbana hearing was another thing that I was like, yo, f these people. Like, yep. you know, I, I listen. I don't. One thing about me is that I'm only a Trump supporter, and I'm an America first person. I'm not a Lindsey Graham supporter. I'm not a Republican supporter. There's people that come to me to talk to like, yeah, but the Republicans this. I'm like, I don't care. Let's take them down together. Exactly. I don't, I, I'm not here to defend Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio. Like, you want to get rid of all those people? I will be delighted to help you get yes. rid of them. I, lo- I love that. It's socialism, right. you know? Yep. I love that you said that because I've been I've been talking about this so much over the last couple of days where I'm like, you know what? We can complain all we want. We can make the we can make the Instagrams but or whatever, but really what ha- what's happening right now in our country, I don't blame the left. I don't blame leftist politicians. I blame our side, the right side because conservative politicians let this happen. And also who let this happen so was yeah, and they're so weak, but also who let this happen was us because yeah. we were not involved. And I think we're yeah. starting to see that awakening where, I mean, yeah. I, I want to get into what's going on in Miami because what's happening right. down there is just completely. Oh God, you I don't even know. We have more. I, we have uncovered more in like an hour that you and I talked. There's like, there's like more. Every day is <laughs> just more. It's like never ending. I know. It's like it's, a swamp. It's like. Oh, it's disgusting. Well, it's because we're we're opening the lid for the first time. We're taking the hood up, and we're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I knew it was bad, or I knew there was corruption, but we're really realizing, like, the tentacles of this big-ass octopus of how – infer- like, how um, – yeah, just how involved and how much corruption there really is. And so, I mean, let's talk about that because what let's you guys are doing, that. Miami, and the, and the way that I found you was from Isabella – and she mm-hmm. hopped on one of my Instagram, li- one of the Speak Truth Without Fear Instagram lives. And, you know, right away, I mean, she was telling me about you, what you guys have been organizing, how you and what you guys are doing is you guys are taking the fight to, on, a, on the on the on the local level, not necessarily even the federal level, um, because, I mean, you guys are there's Miami. No, there's no point to, like, try to do anything federal when, you know, there's this occupation in D.C. that they took away a rightful president. One hundred. You know? yeah. So true. What can we do? Can I? Can we walk? What can we do? We don't have the legislative branch. We don't. We barely have the Senate, you know, and and we don't have the executive branch. So the yeah. only thing we have left are counties and states. That's that's all we have. Yeah, that's all we and, have. And, I mean, to another point, we have. You know, I'm in Orlando. You're in Miami. We have the best governor in the country. But even what's going on in Miami, you guys aren't benefiting from all of the incredible policies of DeSantis because you have a progressive Marxist mayor, a progressive Marxist school board, teachers union, I mean, city council, I mean, the whole, the entire, you know, local government there in Miami is controlled by the left. And so you guys are now, what you guys are doing now, so tell me what you guys are doing, how you guys are getting involved, how you're, how people can as well take action and do the same thing um, where they're living. So me and Isabella, um, I don't know if your audience probably knows she or doesn't know about her, but on Instagram, she's red pill, red pill, babe, 1776. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, she's, she's local and we've become very close in the last few months. And after January 20th, we were, you know, we're like, what are we going to do? Like, 
they took over, you know. Yeah. And um, then I saw there was a flyer going around social media. <clears throat> it said, uh, patriot meeting, um, I think it was wait, so May, da, 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 March, I think it was the first one. Uh, March 20th, I think, patriot meeting, March 20th. Uh, you know, and that's this past ready, March? This past March, you know, get ready to take action. Um, you know, and I was like, America first patriot meeting. And I was like, in Miami, I was like, what? You know, because a lot of people, look, I don't want to sound, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant, I'm a Latina, I was born in Colombia, I love my home country. But a lot of us Latinos are asleep at the wheel. You know, a lot of us, a lot of the Latinos here are asleep at the wheel. Like, they love following orders. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm not saying all of them. But a, there's a lot of them that are like, okay, the government says jump, how high? You know, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't, they don't want to get that American spirit that's like, F you. No, you don't tell me right. what to do type of thing. So I was like, we were concerned. I'm like, bro, like, no one here is fighting. You know, they're, they're like, they haven't even done an anti-mask thing. They haven't done this. Anyways, we ended up showing up to that meeting. I posted it on my Instagram. She posted it on hers. And we got like half a room, right? And the organizers were very impressed because they don't really have a following. They're just two great patriots who, you know, wanted to come together and say, we need to have a course of action because if we can't do anything on the, on the executive, uh, you know, federal level, we need to be able to do something here. So that's how we that's how we started. We joined these guys, the American uh, Rob and you know Rob and yep. um, his brother Juan and this other guy Diego, um, and we just started brainstorming. We we started saying, listen, what we need to do here is just take over all these positions. We started researching. Um, we there was seven of us in the initial meeting. After that, after that group meeting, that following Monday, that was on a Thursday. That following Monday, um, us uh, like seven of us, I think we met. Um, at their offices and we split, we split. So my, it's weird how Miami operates. So we're in Miami Dade and Miami Dade has 34 municipalities. Each municipality could have like a city council, a mayor, like we have like 34 mayors here. It's the craziest thing. So there's like a highly a mayor, Miami gardens, mayor, Miami beach mayor, city of Miami mayor, Ball Harbor mayor. I mean, like, so what we did that day was that we, we had a project. One of our first projects was that we separated the 34 municipalities and each of us got like five or seven or I forgot, whatever, even number. And then um, on his spreadsheet, we went like, okay, let's say city of Miami, Mayor Francis Suarez, um, uh, city of Miami commissioners, uh, blah, 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 X, yeah. Y, and Z. How many terms we've served? Eight years. Were they on a post? Yes. Or maybe they, did it. they didn't run on a post. Uh, you know, all this history of all these people, we did it. Boom, and especially we put it there. So now on our, on our, on the website of American Patriot Community, you can actually see all these local politicians, um, that we went through the school board. And, um, we basically, our goal is to replace all of these rhinos and all of these, um, socialists and all of these Democrats with America first Patriot. Do we Love think it. we're going to get it done in two years? No, it could take us 10. You know, this is a long-term investment. A lot of people are here for short-term gratification. A lot of he- people here are for the cloud. You have no idea how many followers after January 6th or November 3rd fell off, fell off the face of the earth. Like, they right. just, like, stopped posting. Like, they were in it for the cloud, you know? And a lot of us are patriots. A lot of us are, like, in it to win it. We're, like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in a war every fucking day, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, 
you know, that's her goal with America First Patriot. It's like we're looking at every single detail. I'm talking about details. We are looking at the the county, you know, the, the school board, for example, that was last week. We're going through every single one of those people, how long yeah. they've been here, who funded them, their past. We're finding out some of them. We just found Oof. out today. Listen to this one. We just found out today that this one person in our county of education was banned from the county of education, sorry, from the school board of Jersey. You understand? He wow. did some scheme, some he stole some money from, from New Jersey or something. I have to get the case straight. Needless to say, the fact is that this man was kicked out of New Jersey. He can never hold a position there. Where is he now here? In Miami. Sitting in Miami. We wow. just we're going through his Instagram. The guy has like all these like uh, a Maserati. He's like all these expensive watches. Hey, I don't care if you have twenty cars. I'm all for like making wealth and whatever. But we, you have a past that you were scamming the 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 system. You were you were a scammer in Jersey. Yep. You can no longer be there. Now you're in our county. Hold and up do, a second. And like, doing who the put same you thing. There? And doing the same thing. Who put you there? You know yep. these people don't make a lot of money. So how are you making money? You wow. know. So. It's a it's a long term uh, goal. We are also very um, I wouldn't say stressed out, but we are concerned because we believe our election here locally was stolen. Yep. Um, so as you know, you know the the headlines show that Miami Dade, South Florida, was a huge a huge um, it was a huge uh, what do you call it? Like we turned okay. yeah. Florida red, you know. It was us Latinos down here in Miami. They blamed it a lot on the Cubans, but that's not true. We have Peruvians, we have Argentinians, we have Colombians for Trump, we have Venezuelans for Trump. We, you know, we have everything for Trump here in South Florida. And the reality is, is that we got so many more votes this year. Okay, we got like over a hundred something thousand. Hillary Clinton in 2016, she won by 30 points in South Florida in Dade County. Joe Biden only won by seven points. That's wow. how much damage we did to the Democrats. Okay, yeah, and, this, and this is this is why it's so important to get involved and in, and in, and in organize on a local level because that's a. I mean, again, I believe the exact same thing. I think that there, the election was stolen in Miami, um, mm -hmm. but you can't even see even with all of the fraud, you guys still gained twenty three yeah. points from just in but four wait. years. No, what we believe is that the it's not so much that it was for Trump stolen, although we think that too is the mayor. So here's yes. the thing for your for the people listening to this. So aside from the fact that we we have a hundred thousand more voters for Trump or something like that, give or take, we also flipped two congressional seats from blue to red. Hmm. Two congressional seats from blue to red. All right. We we the boom. And we get a socialist mayor. Yeah, makes you no understand? Sense. And then the socialist mayor got in because of mail-in ballots, because the day of the election, she didn't win with in-person votes. The other, the Republican guy won. And how she won was mail-in ballots. Wow. Yeah. So you're saying that we gain all these Trump voters. Also, we flipped two congressional seats, right? But somehow all those people also voted for a socialist mayor. You see how that doesn't make any sense? Zero. So... We yeah, don't I mean, really know how to audit it. Like, we're, like, still, like, can we even, like, we don't, we, we're, like, in the, the only thing what we know right now is that we can start a recall in November. That's what we know. Yeah, that's, and that's, that is one way to go. It's so interesting because talking about mail-in ballots, and this is, def, this is separate from what's happening necessarily in Florida, 
But I mean, this is this is crazy. This is a report that came out today, and this is regarding Georgia, uh, or this came out last night. John Fredericks, he's like one of the main uh, talk shows, uh, conservative talk show hosts in all of Georgia. And he reported this yesterday that two senators in Georgia just called for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to st- – because they're doing right now a forensic audit in Fulton County of 130,000 ballots. Mm-hmm. So the first report just came out, and, and two senators are asking for the Bureau of Investigation to now be involved every single day from here on out. And this is the reason why. Out of these 130,000 ballots, 30,000 of them – was on a different paper. It wasn't on the official ballot paper. Number two, these mail-in ballots didn't have creases, which shows that they were never folded. I read that and I didn't understand what that meant. Okay, I get it now. I was like, what so, are they talking about? So if, it, if okay. you have, because if it was mailed, that means they would have been folded and they should have creases. And so it, so what proves is 30,000 of these 130,000 ballots in Fulton County were never mailed out. They were just stuffed in. Number three, the same exact bubble mark on the, these exact same 30,000, they weren't penned in. They weren't penciled in. They were all done by a machine. What? Another, an, another one. This, to me, is the biggest one. <laughs> this is so crazy. Well, Alex, more than all of the, these huge know, ones? It, no, <laughs> these are all listen, huge. <laughs> listen, listen to these next two. You're not going to believe this. Out of the 30,000 ballots of these ones with the odd paper, they don't have the creases. Guess what is the percentage that voted for Biden and Ossoff? Like 120 or something crazy like that? 99% of the 30,000. Oh, 99%. 90. Cool. <laughs> 90 cool. I'm surprised you didn't say like 120 because you know they say crazy shit like that. I know. Yeah, it was 200% turnout. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they, they throw on crazy shit like that and you're like, what? What do you mean 200%? Which turnout? we're seeing that too. We're seeing that too. Yep. And then the final one, out of these 30,000 yeah. ballots, 950 of them were military ballots. Uh-huh. All 950 military ballots went for Biden. Like, who believes okay, that? Okay, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. I wanted to show you. I'm not on my – I want to – but I, I can't find this, so maybe I'll share it with you another day. We're talking about Fulton County. Somebody yesterday posted a picture of the ladies that were – auditing it wasn't an audit it was a recount a lot of people don't understand that when the media keeps saying uh arizona is going through their third audit you know (laughs) you know republicans and QAnon people just can't get over no 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 a recount is not the same as a forensic audit all right for the for the people following because i haven't had the chance to discuss this with my followers but just this is this is a recount you're recounting Trump, Biden, Trump, Biden, Trump, Trump, Biden, Biden. You're yes. not auditing the paper, as they just said, the fold, the ink, the dates, uh, yes. the amount. That is an audit. What's going yes. on in Arizona, for example, part of the work in Arizona, where it's going to take so long, I think it's going to be more than 40 days. It said 40 days. I think it's going to be 60 days. One of the faces of the Arizona audit is actually going to every single person that voted a melon vote their address. There's a canvassing team going out there. Why are you mad about that? So what? If, if Joe Biden gets it again, he gets it again. Exactly. If I'm a winner, I'll be like, yeah, why not? Like, I want you to be embarrassed for Literally. the fourth or fifth or tenth time. Go out there and do it. 
that is a forensic audit with some of them some of the ballots do have a watermark there was a conspiracy of the watermark i never posted about it because i tried to not you know trying to not push these things to get people excited but i did read from the uh whatever i think it was the department of homeland security the whatever department that handles the elections that yep. there is such thing as watermark ballots in some states now all states yes. used it some states so what does that mean you're getting the ballot you're putting it through a uv light, light and making sure a blue light and making sure that that watermark is there and we see that I mean, is I've an seen audit the, that, that is, is not an audit. a recount yes yeah. and we've seen the videos i don't know if you've seen them i've i watched because they have live cameras oh yeah on the website oh yeah and you literally Arizona see, org or whatever yeah and you see the the people that you know that are inspecting the ballots and they're taking the ballot and they're scanning mm -hmm. it under this blue light which then you know me, yeah i mean obviously everyone was like oh my gosh you call this a conspiracy and this is what pisses us off because the left yeah. the media these leftist bs politicians all they, they do is they they sprinkle conspiracy theorists on anything that goes mm -hmm. against their narrative that makes it a threat and and what mm -hmm. you're saying is so true if if they if they have nothing to hide, then why the hell are they sending a hundred lawyers right when they announce the Arizona audit? If they have nothing yeah. to hide, why are they sending the Justice Department? If they have mm -hmm. nothing to hide, if you're if I'm at a store, and I'm about mm -hmm. to and and, I, and I'm shopping, and a manager walks up to me and says, um, "Hey, sir, someone told me that you stole something and you put it in your pocket." If I'm guilty and I actually stole something, I'm going to be defensive. I'm going to run away. I'm going to try to get out of it. Yep. But if I'm not guilty and I'm innocent, I'm going to want to prove your ass wrong, and I'm going to say, "Yo, check my pockets." Absolutely. And I wanted to show your followers really quick, but I can't find it. Maybe I'll send it to you, and you can post it another time. Um, yeah, I'll, I can put it in the description. Picture, there is a picture um, that there's a picture of the so-called Fulton County auditors, and it's all it's it's like a group of black ladies that were recounting the votes. All of them have by dawn BLM vote, like they're dressed from head to toe in Democrat gear. What? Yep. What type of fuckery is that? I ha I thought I saved it. I guess not, but. You see what I mean? Like you, you, you can't actually have a free, fair election that's non-biased if the people that are counting these freaking votes and doing that are rooting for one team. And especially, 100%. there is so much shadiness going on. Listen, I, I can tell you right now, and I did, I did, uh, I did travel to some states and cities for the election with different groups to, to, uh, you know, campaign for Trump, and I can tell you that. We've never seen the hype around this man. Like, they say, oh, no, no, no. Like, I have some friends, they voted for Trump. And they're like, no, Linda, you know, Joe Biden won. You know, I voted for Trump, but Joe Biden won. You know, so many more people hated Trump. I'm like, sweetheart, so many more people loved Trump. 100. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I traveled to D.C. three times. I was there November, December, and January 6th. I traveled... To Pennsylvania, I I was in D.C. a couple times. What are you talking about? So many people love Trump. There was there was car parades in Oregon, going to Washington State. There was in Beverly Hills a parade every single weekend for yep. like six weekends in a row in Beverly Hills. You understand? Literally. Here in Miami, we had a seventy-seven car seventy-seven thousand car parade. I went to a car parade here in Miami with with Fox City Mitch that I couldn't get out of 
we basically, we were never able to go throughout the whole parade because we were there for hours, hours. And I was like, I've never seen this many people show up for anybody in my life. Not even yeah. Obama in his hottest ears. I'm yeah. like, no, that's what you guys don't understand. Like, the, the, the support for Trump is that much greater <coughs> than what you guys say that, you know, they hate. Oh, yeah. Um, Biden, Biden couldn't get more than a thousand people at, at Biden could not get any get more than a thousand people at these events. And you're telling me that a man that did not campaign, he didn't have rallies whenever he did. He had like 200 people in all little circles. And then yeah. you're going to tell me that this man got 80 million plus votes, the most in American history when he, oh, no. which is like 10 million more Absolutely votes than Obama not. got in 2016. Yet he won half the amount of counties as mm -hmm. Obama. The math does not add no. up no it doesn't add up no yeah and i don't know if you've noticed last thing i'll say about this because i know we got to move on to another yeah. but last thing i'll say about this is that even after the election there has been so many um uh, there's been so many different articles written about the the strikes that trump made for election so they had an article like two weeks ago about all the latinas that are turning the south of texas red Conservative wow. Latinas in South of Texas turning it red. There was also two counties in Southern Texas, two Latino counties that they haven't voted for for a Republican since like 1971, flipped red. You have South Florida. You have the Chinese community voting red. You had like Trump, 46% of um, uh, LGBT men voted Trump. So yeah. you're saying that we have all, and who are the Biden voters? And, and now and they say the black women state Biden. Black women are like six percent of the population. Literally. Even if every single black woman voted for for Biden, you couldn't get him elected. Well, not you only know? that, Trump so had. It, I know, and we do got to move on. Doesn't but make any even sense. That, Trump, it doesn't make sense. Trump got the most right. support ever in a history that any Republican for the black community and the Hispanic community. I mean, the numbers don't make sense. Don't and, I mean, again, the, and the reason, because there's two things I, w I really want to hit on in these next 15 minutes, which one, I would love to talk a little bit, a little bit about Colombia, and then two, the three-step guide that um, American, because American Patriot Community and Speak Truth Without Fear, we actually made this document together about two or three weeks ago that yes. kind of gives you like a very simple step-by-step -step of what you can do mm -hmm. for the average person. And so we'll get into that towards the end, but I mean, the reason why... You know, I mean, I'm Colombian myself. The reason why Linda is so passionate about this, the, the, we know what what is happening and what the, the freedoms that are being attacked. We know where this goes. We know where this ends. We saw it in Venezuela. We saw how the entire government collapsed. We saw it in we've seen it in Cuba. We've seen it all multiple times. That's why you got to study history. And so. What's going on in Colombia right now is a very interesting situation because it looks like everything that's happening in Colombia is very similar to what happened in Venezuela. Um, and, you know, I know that I, I have personally interviewed six people from Colombia in the last two or three weeks, and the stories that they tell me are completely the opposite of what the media, of the media. is as media is telling us. So I know you you said you talked to a couple people. Uh, and, and I you also, also heard your podcast. Remember I texted you about it? Yes, The, the yes. first with the, I forgot the, the guest. Isabel, her name was Isabel. Yes, her, her, her. I, I heard the first one, yeah, correct. So, I mean, and, and again, she, you know, if you listen to podcast number one, you can hear that from Isabel. But Linda, you were telling me right before we hopped on here that, you know, there's new current updates of what's going on in Colombia. The media is already 
you know, moved on from the story because they got the clicks they wanted, but Columbia is still going through crap right now. So what's, what is going on? So what's going on is basically your typical communist playbook of creating, um, uh, chaos and violence and, um, blaming it on the conservative president that's in power. And I do want to say that I am not a fan of the conservative president. I am not uh, sold on him. He's not somebody that would say, well, you know, the right is right and we need to, right. you know, whatever. Um, he has not been a good president. He's been extremely soft. Um, and also he wanted to raise taxes in the middle of a freaking pandemic, scandemic, when people, those people have been, um, you know, locked down. It hasn't been like here. You know, they don't get the same benefits. They don't get $600. They don't yep. get $1,400. They don't get shit. Yep. So um, it's been very unfortunate. You know, my family, <clears throat> the majority of my family is there. The majority of my family is in Cali. My grandma's still there. My aunt's there. Uh, my other aunts are there as well. Um, and, you know, they, they've seen how, I, and I've seen it myself because I follow all these pages from Cali, right? Before these protests started, um, they'd give them a little bit of freedom, right? Like, okay, the bars are open, social distancing, masks, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, every single time that supposedly the, the ICU number went up, we got to close down. Hmm. You know, remember, we're talking about a country where the wealth, the, the, the wealth gap is massive. Yeah. We're talking, it, it's, it's not, there's like barely inflation a is class. rising. Inflation is rising. There's so many people that are poor that survive off of selling shit in the street, vendors, blah, blah, blah. You're locking all these people down. You're creating massive amounts of poverty. Of course, that the protests were warranted. I mean, I 100% agree that the original protests against the taxes were 100% warranted. Yes. I would have been right there with them. But what happened was what always happens just like here. Right? You had some good people that, for example, were marching for BLM. Even though I don't support BLM, even though I don't support any of that, I do know that there are people that were out there, just regular Democrats or whoever, libertarians that, you know, we want change and social justice, blah, 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 blah. But then what happens is all these bad people more than likely send in by the same characters, George yep. Soros, because George Soros is all over Colombia. You know, you he think is. that what's happening there is not, it's, it's by just, you know, default. No, he's out there. He's been out there. So he sends in his left-wing people, Les Farc, El LN, La Guerrilla, all these people, and they start creating chaos. So they have blocked the entryways to Cali um, for, for products to come in, for food, for gas, emergencies. And, um, you know, they're this is the first lie. This, this is the first lie, because what media is telling us is that the Colombian government is blocking the roads. Oh, I've seen that everywhere, wow. but that's not what's happening. My, Right. My aunt's boyfriend, um, he went over to Palmira. Palmira is like a little town outside of Cali, like an hour or two from Cali. And when he was coming back, or he was over there and he was coming back into Cali, I forgot which one. Point is that he had to pay these random leftists that were blocking the street. Like he had to pay to be able to get back in to bring my aunt groceries. And it wasn't the government. That's the first lie. It's like right. these left wings. Put it this way, the Antifas of Colombia are the ones that are blocking the streets. It has nothing to do with exactly. the government. I'm not, and I tell people, I'm not here to tell you that the Colombian government is the best or the police, whatever, there's always been corruption. I've dealt with the police over there, you know, you know, just like here, some of them are also, some of them are not. But the reality is that the international media sat down and said that it was the government 
that there's a right-wing government. What the fuck are you talking about? I know, there's I know. no such thing as a right-wing government in Colombia. No such thing. You know, there's yeah. no such thing as some sort of like dictatorship. They're killing people as the state. No, it's not. That's not true at all. There actually, there has been so many cops that have been murdered, brutally mur murdered by these people recently, burnt with acid in their faces, burned down when they when they throw those cocktails inside of the yep. uh, police stations. There's been awful. They just killed uh, one of the health ministers in Cali yesterday. They murdered wow. him. Wow. You know, and that's why today I said, where's the international, where's the international community now? You know, yep. my friends, um, I received these images today from one of my, my friends, uh, family members. They have a, um, they have a, their business owners, um, and they are protesting today. There's a huge protest in Cali, you know, the, the good Caleños, the, yeah. the, the good people, because they're like, we need to work. Like, you right. guys need to stop blocking the streets. So, I don't know, maybe your followers can see it. These yeah. are some of our friends, some of our wow. uh, family friends uh, protesting today. That is amazing. See. Yeah, because of the um, of Los Paros, is what they call them, the blocking the... There was a baby that died yesterday in an ambulance. I forgot what exactly the emergency was because of these blocks. Uh, the baby couldn't get to the hospital in time to mm. get assistance, and he died. Um, so these are the things that the international press is not talking about. That's why I'm very careful, um, you know, like with the whole Israel-Palestine conflict. You know, I try to stay very uh, neutral and away from that because totally. I believe there's a lot of propaganda from both sides. Yep. Um and a lot of people always emotionally react to everything like, oh, you know, you know, free Palestine or, you know, I'm pro-Israel and this and this and that. Like, dude, the Middle East is so far away from us. Yeah. Like, I'm at, yeah. We, we don't know. We don't know. You know, yeah. we don't know. You know, um, so. So, yeah, that's what's happening there. It's, it's really unfortunate. There's elections next year. That's why. Exactly. So everything they did in 2020 for Trump. You yes. Know, Everything they did in 2020 right for Trump to get him out of there is exactly what they're doing to the Colombian president. Unfortunately, I'll say this, even though I'm not a huge fan, it is better than it is better to keep him than the communist that is running against him. Yep. Um, Petro, who's a communist that is running against him, for those of you who do not know, he used to be part of the guerrilla. He was yep. actually a like he was actually a guerrilla leader, <laughs> and this guy's in the Senate, like. This is not a conspiracy. Like, the guy was a guerrillero. You understand? He's in the yes. Senate, and now he's running for president, and people and are supporting him. He's a far-left rebel. Marxist. That killed, Marxist. 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 Like, killed civilians, raped women, made child soldiers. Like, and this guy somehow made it, not, not in the Senate, but he's also a presidential um, candidate. And, and, and just so you guys know, I mean, this is... Speaking back to the first episode that we did, I really encourage you guys, if you haven't heard that first episode, you will really get a lot more details because it comes from a, a lady that lives in Colombia. And, you know, and she talks about this. She so literally good. says, mm -hmm. we're not a fan. I'm not like I was the first one protesting when yeah. these protests happened. I, she was against the tax bill. Like uh -huh. everything Linda's saying is lining up exactly what Isabella was saying. But uh -huh. she was saying also, she goes, I'm not a fan of the government, but the person that is organizing all these protests and, and is is a 
far left Marxist and their goal, the reason why they're doing this is because there's an election next year and they want to get this president out and put in um, this Marxist leftist politician so that they can do the exact same that they, what they did in Venezuela, they can do in Colombia. And she gave a stern warning to me. I remember, I'll never forget. She goes, Jordan, you guys don't understand the what what you guys have with the second amendment you guys better oh, yeah. fight for that because oh, yeah. we can't have guns. guns yep we yeah. we can't have guns which is why the military the police the government the farc the garia they they can all do whatever the hell they want because they know that the the civilians don't cannot arm themselves right. and so they she can. she she issued a very stern warning and this is why to really transition out of this is this is why we have to get involved because I'm sorry right. if you don't see right. that our freedoms are are not being under attack if you cannot see that the Supreme Court is you know possibly going to get packed out if you don't see that they're trying to take away the Second Amendment to me the First Amendment's already dead we've already seen it with big tech thank God you know DeSantis is, is starting to make strides in that but again this is why we have to get involved on a local level and so you know to transition to to close this thing out I would love to go over. Um, really quick, the three things, and we've already kind of gone over one. The you know we we have three steps in this document. Again, you can get this document for free if you go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Put in your email. We send it to you in the welcome email right away. You get it, and then you can share it, spread it with everybody. The first thing we tell you to do is to investigate, which is in the way that you do that. A simple way: go to commoncause.org. You put in your address, and the five roles that are on this PDF that Linda was already talking about. She was talking about the mayor. She was talking about the school board. She was talking. About about city councilman, the superintendent, and the county commissioner. You want to find out who these five people are. The second thing that you're going to do is you're going to engage. Now, give me a couple examples how you guys have been engaging with the local politicians there in Miami. So I basically harass them every day. <laughs> I but you're not kidding. harass them every day, <laughs> but I'm not no, kidding. They, they got hey, um, to feel the heat. Yeah. So look, I started, um, I just honestly started following everybody. Like I, uh, you know, one of those people that I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I follow 2000 people. I'll follow all of them. Right. So I've been literally following everybody from, uh, Florida house representatives, people, legislators to my, uh, city commissioners to city council, uh, everybody, everybody. And so, um, a lot of these people, believe it or not, they'll have like 500 followers, like wow. nothing, like, you know, nobody ever, they, they have, they have these positions that have so much power, like a city, um, commissioner or whatever, but they, nobody ever cares about them. Nobody even right. knows about them. So they don't have any followers. So we're all following them. We're keeping up with them, especially the mayor. Um, and, and, you know, the way that you got to use the power of social media as much. I know that they've taken power away from us, but there is still a lot of power. And I will share with your followers and your, your people here, um, something that happened a few weeks ago. So basically we found out in March that the mayor, the, um, Dade County mayor, the socialist was blocking people on Instagram. You can't do that if you're a public wow. official. If you can block someone as a public official, if you have a private page, like your personal page, and that's very different. When you're talking about county matters, where you're representing the people, where you're putting up county events, initiatives, you can block your constituents. Well, that was happening. My wow. followers were sending me screenshots, so I was kind of like, like keeping an eye out for that. Um, and then they did it to me. They restricted my comments. It was obviously not her. It was her assistant. Um, so she has a little Marxist assistant 
Um, and he decided to uh, restrict my comments. When you restrict a comment, basically that person still follows you. They can comment. They can do whatever, but nobody else could see it. So let's say I restrict Jordan. Jordan comes to my last post. He posts, I really like this or I don't like this, whatever it may be. Nobody could see it but me. And they, wow. they, he did that on purpose because he knows my following. He knows that I have influence. So um, I found that because I told Isabella, I said, go, go check out my last comment under Daniela's uh, page. And she's like, dude, it's not here. Did they delete it or block you? And I was like, no way. I'm like, I still see it. I like, I'm here. I see the comment. And she's like, oh man, they restricted you. They restricted you. So I went in ham. I posted it on my story and I told all my followers, I go, go comment under her post and ask why they're blocking me. And then I logged into my backup account and I, and I posted on her and I go, if you don't unblock me right now, I'm going to sue you and I'm going to file a civil rights complaint against you. So it blew up. She had like 800 comments from my followers. It was like a fucking slaughterhouse in that, in those (laughs) messages. It was so bad. The next day I called the office and I told them, I said, I need to speak to your communications director, whoever's in charge. And they put me on the phone with her and I told her, I said, listen, I'm an influencer. I have over a hundred thousand followers on my social media. I work with different media organizations. I've been published on the Western journal. I've been published on this. I've been that I've been on vice. I've been on MSNBC and I have media connections. Either you make this shit right or I'm going to sue you guys. Like it's that simple. They folded quick, didn't they? Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Oh, we didn't know. Like, no, yes. We thought you were a bot. Like all these excuses. I'm like, unrestrict me right now unblock all these people or you're going to have a lawsuit. We're going to take this to the media. We're going to take this very far. And they did. So the mayor started following me. I had to block her from my stories because they were always like in my stories. I would always see her watching. I'm like, I'm so tired of you fucking stalking. Um, so, and that's what I do. Listen, we have another mayor here called Francis Suarez. He's the city of Miami mayor. That's like the largest municipality in Miami. And he's a Republican, but he's not. He's really a Democrat. He's like a right. Clinton Democrat. Um, and you know, that guy too, I I let his house on fire all the time. You know, that guy, you know, during the coronavirus, I was going off of him and he was like, you know, give me your phone number. I'll call you and explain to you my decision to put masks outside and all this stuff. I mean, it was worthless. It's not like he stopped it, but you know, you got to keep the pressure on that because the reality is, is that most of us, especially if you're a conservative, you know, you've been focused on the important things in life, your family, your business, your yep. friends, your job, you know, you don't have time. Like, listen, I own a business. You know, I was just talking to you about this off camera. Uh, I have a lot on my plate. I could totally disconnect from social media, make my money and forget about this. And then what? Vaccine passwords roll up. And exactly. then what? My children are being taught Marxism in school. Yeah. If we don't get involved, like no one's going to save us. Donald Trump is not going to save us. DeSantis is not going to save us. All these people have an expiration date. DeSantis is not going to be here forever. Yep, DeSantis right. is going to be gone in, in, in two years or four years. I don't know that, you know. Uh, he does, He's not a dictator that's going to stay here for the rest of our lives. Even Trump, you know, he's gone now. Even if he comes yep. back in 2024, if, they, if that's possible, we don't know that. Uh, he's going to be gone too. But yep. what we need to do is take over these very small municipalities. And I'll tell you what which is great news for, for if you have any moms listening. Um, I just found out that there is a new uh, PAC, super PAC, that is going to support America First 
people that want to run for school boards positions. I love it. And yes, so if you are, I'm not going to run for any school board positions. If I run, it's going to be for city commissioner or one of these local things. Um, you know, for a few reasons, I won't do the school. But for those that do want to do the school, this is big because they'll help you with your campaign funds. Okay. Amazing. So as long as you want to preserve, um, you know, our America first agenda, you don't want to teach any Marxism, you're against critical race theory, you know, and all these other things, you could go to that. I, I'll, I'll get the name later because it's brand new. I forgot the name right now. It's by a patriot. It's by an old Trump um, affiliate or, or person from the White House. He yep. created the super PAC and yeah. It's no, I love stuff. it. So, I mean, what Linda's basically saying is we have to be the change. We can't complain anymore. We can. If, That's if it. You're, the time for complaining is done. Yeah. If you're mad about critical race theory, you're mad your children are still masked up. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. mad about all these things that's happening in your own children's schools, then this is why we have this document. I actually have it up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just recap it really quick. Number one, investigate. Now, we have the roles at the bottom. Who you want to investigate? The five rules are right there. You find out who they are in your local county. Number two, Linda mm-hmm. just talked about right engaging. There. You follow you follow them on social follow media. Them. And then you and then you give them a phone call. And we even have the script right here on number two. It says, you know, be nice. We say be polite when you call them. You want them you want them to we don't want them to feel like they're, you know, you're ready you're you know, wanting to burn down their house or burn down the Capitol. Mm-hmm. You know, we just want to Basically, give them a nice phone call and let them know that we are watching and we are going to keep them accountable. The script is on there. And number three is mobilize. Recruit other people to do the exact same thing. And you can get more information on this document at AmericanPC.org, which is the organization that uh, Linda is helping run. And then as well, SpeakTruthWithoutFear.com. So if you're in Miami, you're in in South Florida, seriously, go to AmericanPC.org. Find out when their events are and get involved because Linda, Bella, Rob, there's a whole team down there. They're kicking ass. They're doing the work, and they can show you how to do the exact same thing and replicate this. And then again, this document that you're—if you're watching this on YouTube—if you want to get this document, you literally can just go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com, put in your email. We give you this document, um, and that is it. You got any final thoughts before we uh, close this thing out? I know we talked about a lot. And, Listen, I mean, um, I understand. I've I've ran into a few people who tell me, you know, after Trump lost, I'm just disconnected. And I, I totally understand that. I understand, especially if you have a full-time job, if you have family, if you have kids or you have a business, the need for to disconnect, the need for, to say, I'm just going to focus on my money and keep it going. But what are you going to do when you are not even allowed to have own property? Like, what are you right. going to do if communism is really here? You know, there's talks about... Uh, you know, eating less meat already. That has been going on for a while. There's talks about transitioning to this plant-based diet. There's talk. There's so many talks out there. Crazy. You know, what are you going to do? Because you can ignore it for now, but communism is not. Communists never stop. Yep. They never stop. And the end goal is communism. I don't care how out of uh, oh you're exaggerating. It's not. Listen, your Democrat friend may not be a communist, but your Democrat friend is allowing and helping the communists win, okay? Because I'll tell you this, I'm really sick and tired of hearing the same shit over and over again from some people online. Oh, both sides are the same. Both sides are this. Listen, if you want to talk about corruption, yes, Clinton as a Democrat and George Bush as a Democrat are exactly the same. We don't, yeah. we don't, we don't like those dynasties. We don't, we don't 
We don't like either of them. that we side. Them. We reject them. However, Trump was a new era. A new yep. era of America First Patriots was born. And our agenda is very simple. Traditionalism in the sense of the Constitution. We have a very simple agenda that protects everybody. We're not alienating gays. We're not alienating blacks. We're not alienating Latinos. We want everybody to thrive, but we need to work together. If you're someone that can be as vocal as, as us, or you, you just you just don't have the passion for it, then maybe just pay attention. Maybe help financially. Whether yes. I'm not saying to give us money, like I'm not asking for money. I want to for now. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. But if there is a race, for example, in your local community, of somebody that's running for school board, they need money. Yeah. Campaigns take money. I've helped campaigns out before. Even if it's a Facebook ad, a hundred dollars a day will cost you if you want to reach people to yep. print stuff to make an event. You need money. So you, it, w- whether it's that, whether it's spreading information, you got to help out, even if it's minimal. 100%. I mean, Those I, are my I, final thoughts. No, that's, and that's, that is perfectly said. I mean, get involved and the ways you can do that. Again, if you're in South Florida, go to AmericanPC.org, I believe, and uh, SpeakTruthWithoutFear.com. Uh, Linda, seriously, freak. I mean, this Follow Linda. Your uh, your Instagram you. is Wake Up with Linda, correct? Mm-hmm. You have to type Fo- the whole thing because I've been shadow banned for like a year. So I know, you have we to type the whole, it. We the whole handle. <laughs> we, I just saw can't... you got banned from live. Oh I have been gosh. banned. I have been banned from going live since December. Really. That is, yeah, no, that's, again, PayPal hit Speak Truth Without Fear uh, this past How, weekend. When did they do that? They froze the money and they said, they all they said in email is that uh, your organization is a risk to our brand. And so they, li- I mean, it's crazy. We just opened the account like two weeks ago with, cause we just, we just started asking for donations. Cause you know, with Speak Truth Without Fear, we do four Instagram lives a week. We're doing two podcasts a week. We're starting to organize. And so, you know, and, and Speak Truth, we ha- I have to pay people in order to get this content. I'm not asking right. for a dollar myself. Um, right. But yeah, PayPal hit us. They closed oh down our account. Goodness. They froze the funds in there. We can't touch for 180 days. I mean, the censorship's real. But again, we adapt. I'm I'm not complaining about it. We're we adapt. adapting. We find new solutions. I mean, even scripture, Matthew 24 says they'll persecute you. They'll kill you for yeah. my name's sake. I'm like, I'm down for the ride. That's what we signed I'm down up for. for the ride too. And I'm down and for we're the ride. and we're going for it. So Linda, thank you so much. Seriously, it was such a blessing I'm to have you on love. today. Thank you for and having me. We will definitely do it again.